is the Meeting of Minds podcast with me, Philippa Robinson. Hi, I'm Philippa. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Today I am chatting with the lovely Helen Redfern. I'm a member of Helen's Confident Creative Club that you might have heard um, previous guests talk about. It was in Helen's club that I met Elaine um, and also Mel. And it is just, um, it's really lovely to talk to Helen about the community that she has created in that club and to hear about more of her creative story, uh, journey and what she gets out of the club as well. So um, this is a really, really great chat and I hope you enjoy it. And now over to my chat with Helen. So Helen, good morning. Good morning to you. How are you today? Okay. I'm very good. Thank you very much. I've been having quite a good week creatively and it's given me um, one of those... Well, just one of those really good boosts that you get from having a productive week. So, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, because they're not always they're not always no. productive, are they? No. So, so we can celebrate. Absolutely. We're recording this on Friday, the 4th of March. So we can celebrate that this week yeah. you've had a really productive week. When you have a good productive week, you have to celebrate it because there are so many when they aren't like that. And and you kind of beat yourself up for it. So when it's. When it's a positive week, yeah, Come. I'm going to shout about it. Good, I'm glad to hear it. I think I get my, I've got some celebratory pom poms, but I can't. Yeah, they're not yeah. quite within reach. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, I'd be shaking them for you. So that's great. Woo! Um, <laughs> and actually, we'll come back. We might come back to talk about what you're writing about. But you've segued really nicely there into, um, like, one of the reasons why you created the confident creative club and people who've listened to a couple of recent episodes will have heard me talk about the confident creative club because <laughs> elaine who was on a few weeks ago she was in the club i know she's not now yeah. she's gone off to do other things and the episode that's actually gone out today is with mel and you know that's where i came across mel in the confident creative club and you are the famous helen redfern <laughs> who has created this wonderful community for you know all, all the writers yeah all the writers um I think are we yeah. all writers we're all definitely all creatives whether we say we're creatives or not yes we're in your club and I think you know you you mentioned there about not beating yourself up when you haven't had a, a productive week and you're very passionate in the club about people not beating themselves up and going with the flow when you can and you know you are just magnificent if I may say that oh at, thank you at, at keeping keeping morale mm. up helping people not sugarcoating it either not saying oh it'll all be all right tomorrow you're very you're just very open and honest and down to earth about the nitty gritty of and sometimes it's quite gritty isn't it the yeah the whole writing process and productivity and um being worn down by the whole thing sometimes because it's not all just sitting there in a 
in a in a lovely room with the with the with the, the sheer curtains uh, blowing in yeah. the breeze while yeah. you sit and yeah. write. I mean, it's just not like that, is it? No. So no. Was, can you tell me about the club and why you or tell us all the people listening about why you created it? Well, the thing is, in my own particular journey, and this might be why um, you find you know, when I talk and everything so relatable is because I have been through it. And in fact, I'm still going through this whole mindset thing of being unconfident with my writing. So I've been writing. um, I'm not one of those people that um, have said they've always wanted to write because I didn't know um, from a young age. Looking back, yes, the signs were there, but it wasn't something that I thought someone like me could do so it just never came into my my head that I could do I could be a writer so that I mean that kind of starts you off really in terms of me being unconfident um so yeah I I started writing in an online group and started my first blog in 2006 I believe it was and I joined this writing group um and that went on for a year or so and then came along twitter facebook um and it didn't feel so much of a community anymore which i really missed but then i was going on to other things so our writing group started to race each other with the first draft of our novel did that and then did nothing with it because then i was going off on tangents i was chasing sparkly things that all, all the things that the internet could offer me at that time creating lots of different blogs um and then along came, I mean I'm 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 really squeezing it in here but then along came Instagram some years later and I decided to create a platform on there um and a few years ago maybe three or four years ago now I realized that I had been procrastinating all this time because my novel that I had started in 2006 was still not edited, finished and sent out to agents or I hadn't um, done an, um, you know, self-published it or I had done nothing with it except just rewrite it over and over and over again. And so I started talking about this um on Instagram I think it was and I also started writing about these sorts of things on my blog as well and I realized it wasn't just me that there were other people out there in the creative world or wanting to be in the creative world and and not particularly sure how to go about it um and also being too scared to research it and to get in there and I I think it was, see, the last few years are very hazy because of what's been going on in the world. I think it was 2020 when I decided to put a questionnaire out to some of my Instagram followers. And I, it was all about creativity and confidence. And there were about 70 or 80 people that responded to that questionnaire. And every single person said, confidence or lack of it was stopping them from pursuing their creative dreams and 
the impact this had on me was huge because I just felt, I mean, I had been gaining confidence, even though I had been procrastinating, I was doing things like I created a YouTube channel, I was speaking to camera on um, on Instagram with my vlogs, and, and then I, I went, you put them onto YouTube, um, I was writing more, I started writing essays, um, and create a Patreon account. So by doing these little things, I was growing in confidence as a writer, even though I was still ignoring my novel. Yeah. But um, uh, finding that other people felt the same as me was both reassuring, mm. but also made me quite sad yeah, that beautiful. there were so many of us who were not pursuing our dreams because of a lack of confidence, because they were self-sabotaging, um, because they were really, really scared. And also there were other things like feeling guilty for spending time on their creativity. And I was talking to one of my mentoring clients yesterday about this, how it feels indulgent mm. to have an hour to yourself and just spend time on your writing or your your painting or your photography whatever it is um and a lot of us particularly women um do this because um there might be lots of reasons maybe we've got young children maybe we've got older children who still need us maybe we're carers um maybe we've got our own sort of career as well um with all the demands that entails or Maybe we've got friends that um, that need us um, and we kind of drop everything to to help other people before we spend time on our creativity. So anyway, back to 2020. And this was this was during or just before the first lockdown in England. And I was creating a, I'd, I'd been reading about vision boards and creating vision boards of what it is that you would like to do. And I, I took a page in my journal and created a vision page in my journal. And one of the things I did, yes, it was before the lockdown, because what I did was created a building or I drew a building um, with people coming to it and my idea was that I would create events for people in real life to come along to and to talk about creativity and confidence and how you can push through it despite having these confidence issues and then obviously the the pandemic came along and we were all in lockdown and and I thought, well, you know, I can't do anything with that. So a year sort of went by um, and I was concentrating on other aspects. I, I had a big step back from social media, which gave me focus because there's a lot of noise. And, and particularly during the pandemic, there was so much going on. So I had a massive step back from social media and really thought about the direction that I wanted to go on with my creativity 
and this confidence thing kept coming up and I was writing about it a lot with my essays on Patreon as well, you know, sort of deciphering within myself what was going on in my head to stop me from, from um, writing my novel or just putting myself out there more with my writing. I'm fine with YouTube, even though, you know, the thumb down and everything scares me on there, but I, I will do it. So what was stopping me with my writing? So the following year, so a year after, I think, that I'd done that vision, that doodle in my vision page on, in my journal, I, I don't know what happened. I think I might have just seen an advert for some, oh, I think I might have listened to a podcast and they were talking about membership groups ah. and a light bulb went off in my head and I thought, of course, I don't have to do it in person. I can do it online. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it took me a year to come to that conclusion, but I got there in the end. And um, and so I started researching it. And yeah, I, I, I think I must have started talking about it and people were saying they were interested, um, which gave me a bit of confidence because, you know, creating a membership club for other creatives um, was a massive step out of my comfort zone there was you know that huge imposter syndrome who wants to hear from me what do I know never been published all that sort of stuff um that that goes through your head but I I think I did it really quickly I pulled it all together within a couple of weeks so that stopped me from getting too daunted yeah. um and yeah, and, and then I started talking about it on Instagram and people started to join. And it was just, it's probably one of the best things that I've ever done with, with my um, creative career, if you yeah. like. Um, starting a blog was one of them and going on the internet, but creating the club was another one um, because now we have over 30 members and it's just such a it's blown me away mm. how it's so much more than I had envisioned in terms of seeing the progress in people and you know when people come along and when I have it's the same with my mentoring clients as well and I I sort of explain to them that you're not unique in that you have these fears and worries it's not just you and as I was saying to my client yesterday this is the only time when it's a good thing to tell you that you are not unique <laughs> in terms of um how you are as a creative but <clears throat> yes we all have these feelings and the fact that so many we you know coming together within the group and realizing that we all feel the same and finding kindred spirits um who uh, I suppose I think we were talking about this in one of our live writing sessions the other day we're all sensitive people you know and we for a lot of us as well are um I suppose mature in terms of generation x and up um Although I think there might be a few kind of 
elder millennials i think they're called i think there, but, are, um, yeah, I think there are a few probably because yeah. actually i think it yeah I think it's 40 40 and a half or something at the moment that yeah. is the upper limit yeah. of the millennials so i think there are yeah. some younger ones aren't there yeah there are um but yes oh, what was i saying i think it was the fact that a lot of us have been putting off our creativity for a lot of our life maybe again going back to the fact that maybe we've had the young children maybe we've been caring for people and we've had other things going on in our lives and then we've got to the point where right this is you know I want to have this time for me I want to do this um, because it's important to me um, and they are I guess investing in themselves now and it's like I say, seeing this progress, there are, you know, club members who have gone from, because I acknowledge that joining the club is a scary thing in itself, joining a group of people um, and, and sort of showing your face on there because we have these Zoom masterclasses and we have these live writing sessions. But when we first started, I started doing the masterclasses on Instagram live before we um, moved over to Zoom. And, you know, not many people would talk, but now pretty mm. much everybody talks. So that in itself is a growth in confidence and that will spill over into their creativity. Um, so, it, and, and just seeing people pressing publish on a blog post that they've wanted to write or creating a blog that they've wanted to create. Um, or um, I don't know, releasing eBooks or um, like yourself um, and just so many different things that people are having the confidence to do. And the community aspect, I, I mean, obviously I started my writing journey because of a community. I joined a group called The Novel Racers. Um, and then I, you know, this kind of drifted apart and I hadn't realised how important a community was for me and finding like-minded people. But it's, it, it is a huge thing. And um, yeah, I, yeah. Does that answer your question? I, yeah. I think I've talked for a long time. <laughs> That's how the Confident Creative yeah. Club came about. <laughs> yeah, and it, you know, and woo! Yeah, you know, it's, it, I love hearing that journey. I know some of it, but um, it's it's quite nice to hear it all in one go because I'm mm. actually one of the, because I was already a newsletter subscriber. Mm. Um, I was one of the founding members. Um, I, yes. I, you only had about 12 or something at the beginning, yeah. I think. Yeah. And um, you've gradually opened the club up. You've done everything in a very deliberate way which it, it has has felt certainly from being a member it's definitely it's felt a really safe environment to be in it's not like you're mm. opening the floodgates and letting everybody in because, no because you, you know when you wouldn't do because you know at the heart of what you're doing is building a community where people who are you know people are joining and feeling safe and feeling safe to explore explore yes. their writing explore their yes. creativity explore what is possible be inspired maybe by what other people are doing because I think that's yeah. starting to rub up it, I've really noticed in a, cha a change in in 
in a lot of people. Be, be, yeah. And I think everyone's bouncing off each other now. And um, yes, yeah. It, and, and it's really, it's really lovely to see it. I think I, I joined because I was already writing my book, and I wanted a, I don't know, I wanted a community to feel I was part mm-hmm. of. Um, so I was all, you know, I already had that goal in in mind, really. Yeah. And it's it's more now I've finished. I'm like, okay, so I'm still here, and it's a lovely space to be in. And you know, yes, I'm procrastinating about writing my ebook that I'm trying to write and all that. Um, and it's really lovely, gentle, but um, inspiring place to be. So yes, it's very yeah. gentle and kind but there is a lot of inspiration. So you don't, you never walk away from any of those sessions of yours thinking, oh, well, that was really nice. And now, <laughs> no, uh, but, but, you know, there's got to be a point to it as well. Well, there doesn't yeah. have to be a point, but there is a point to it. The yeah. point is yeah. to help people along that. And we're all at different stages and some people are, you know, are forging ahead. Some people are taking a bit of a break and it's okay to be where you are with whatever project. Absolutely. Doing. And just come and just come as you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what you said about how it's not too big. I I would never let it grow massively. There would never be thousands of people in the group because I like to be invested Mm. in every single person's journey within there. Um, Not just because I'm a nosy Parker, but I want. I I want to see people grow and and stretch themselves and you know go out of their comfort zone and and do exciting things um and I think if it got too big I wouldn't get that personal one-to-one time with people and um I I wouldn't get to you know I would miss out on a lot so it's quite a selfish reason really that I am keeping it fairly small but also I think if it got too big then it would be overwhelming and even you know and quite daunting for people to start sharing things um so I like the gentle nature of it and um you saying about how I'm doing things deliberately I mean I, I don't know if it always feels like that but um, because with the group, I'm always learning from the members. And therefore, when I get feedback, I evolve the club to suit them. It mm. has to serve the members. And, you know, when we first started, we didn't have the live writing sessions. This was something that came up in one of our um chats I can't even remember um who first suggested it or whatever um but now we have at least six live writing sessions a week and every sort of every day this week I've come me personally I've come away from them thinking wow I didn't feel like writing today but I knew there were people there um on the other side of the camera and so I got on with it. And I think that's what everyone feels. Mm. So, um, yeah, I and and suddenly you've got 600 words that you didn't have an hour ago or 800 words or you've worked through a problem or whatever it is. You are a step closer towards your goals because you have that writing session and getting back when I was saying earlier about how 
creative time feels like an indulgence to a lot of women. I think having these structured hours helps overcome that feeling a little bit mm. because A, there are other people there. And if other people are there, it can't be an indulgence because other people are doing it. Um, but also it it makes it structured and you see it. Oh, well, it's only an hour. That's all um, out of 24 within your day. Just one hour, um, maybe once, twice or three times a week. And you don't have to write eight hours a day in order to achieve your goals. You just have to turn up and do a little bit at a time. And it's having that accountability as well that um, that pushes you. Mm. And a, a large part of having having these creative mindset issues like this lack of confidence and uh, fear and stuff like that is oh I've gone blank but it's to do with productivity so um yeah just by doing little bits at a time not looking at the big picture but just concentrating on that hour or 30 minutes at a time and you start making progress without realizing it to a certain extent. And that helps you with your confidence and fears because it starts momentum. It increases your motivation and very slowly, but very surely you are making progress. Yeah. You're really good at, you're you're really really good at that and you you know in January you ran um a series like what every week the tiny steps um, tiny steps, steps yeah of course and um you know that was all about breaking and you're, you're breaking the big project down into smaller steps and then smaller steps and then like even teeny yeah. tiny steps because you know you know for you which is also the case for other people that looking at the big picture can just be too much it can yeah. just be if you yeah. want to be here and you want to get all the way over here, that's one massive leap. It's yeah. scary. It, it's going to take a lot of time. How am I ever going to do that? Can I do it? Um, you know, am I allowed to do it? All yeah. those things. Yeah. It's like a massive step. So actually what you are so good at is helping everyone break it down into smaller steps because mm. actually consistent smaller steps or even infrequent, but, you know, small yeah. steps over time add up to, uh, you know, a big, a big leap in the end. And, yeah. and you, you yeah. do get, and it, it does build your confidence. It builds your resilience. It builds, mm. you, you know, it, it, it helps you reframe where you're at with your mindset and all those things. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, it is really easy to get put off, I think, by, mm even if it's something we really, really want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've had two words on my to-do list for a very long time. So write novel. (laughs) So it sits there on your to-do list and every day it's the same, write novel. But if you just, I mean, this is a really obvious example, but if you just write, write 200 words, that feels more achievable than write novel. And it's such a simple thing, but it reframes how you're looking at things. So, and 
you know, you might say, right, for, for this month, I would like to write 5,000 words. And so in order to do that, I need to write so many words. I'm not very good at math, so I won't work that out, but so many words a day. Um, and there, there's a member within the club who has broken her goal down into chapters. So she knows she has to write so many chapters. And because she um, knows how long it takes her to, to write a chapter, she knows she has to do nine one-hour writing sessions before, is it nine a month or it could be, sorry, nine a week, nine one-hour sessions per week in order to reach her goal of finishing her book by the end of this month. So by knowing that, it makes it more achievable rather than saying, I have to finish my novel. Um, And this is something that I I personally came, I know there, there has been, I've watched lots of videos about Kanban boards and stuff like that, but for me, it was, it was more than just knowing knowing what to write on your post-it so you move them along, but it's it's getting deep into it's all for me, it's all related to confidence and fears um, and things like that, and tricking your head, tricking your mind into making progress, even when you think that's so small, but it still gets you to that next step. Yes. And you're also building new pathways in your brain as you're going that yeah. I can do this. I can do this little step. I can do yeah. this next little step. I can, yeah. And eventually you get to the point, oh, I can write a novel. Yeah. Or yeah. I, can, I can write a blog post and I can publish yeah. it. Or, you know, mm. I can write an ebook, whatever it is. Um, because actually, yeah, it, 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 it feels like magic sometimes, but it's not. It's like you say, it's actually quite simple. But the, don't you think mm. that often in life, the best things, the, the the simplest things are the best and the simplest things are the things yeah. that make the most different. Yeah. And they're also the things we don't see. Mm. It's almost like it's so obvious. It's under our nose, but we just yeah. don't see it. We, over, we can, I certainly can overcomplicate things. Yeah. And, and we're also, it's the narrative that's out there. Writing a novel is hard. Writing a book is hard. Um, and you think, yeah, 50,000, 80,000, 100,000 words, that's a lot of words. Um, so not only are you listening to people who say, oh, that's really hard. Yeah. Um, that will take you ages. So that's going into your head, but also you can see the amount of words. And if you think, well, I can only write 200 words a day, 200 out of 100,000 or 80,000 is a drop in the ocean. And you think it's going to take time. And those of us who are also impatient, like myself as well, you think, well, what's the point (laughs) sometimes? So, yeah, and because we're told it should be hard, I think we make it hard. There's something in that. So you, you, oh, I've got to write my novel. And so, but if you just put write 200 words, it seems too easy. And, you know, we have to suffer for our art. Oh, so God. We're told. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't get me on. That's a whole other podcast. I think we'll have to come <laughs> yeah. back about the, 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 the things that we're told and the messages we, we get. Mm. And, um, mm. yeah, I, I once listened to a podcast ages ago and this lady was saying, that, you know, lots of people want to write a book, 
she said, my book might not be the best book in the world, but I have written it. And, you know, and so it's out in the world. And Mm. um, something that that really went in, that really, you know, yes, you know, I've written a book and I self-published it and last year. And it's not the best literary work ever. And I always say that I always have to sort of bring it down and go, it's not, the, you know, it's not. But I did it. And I mean, I wanted to, I needed to, it was, it was, it was more for me than for anybody else. I I really needed to. So I was really driven to write it, which really helped. But I did sit down and do it. And um, that's what it's a bit, you've already said it. It's like turning up and doing it because it, it, it does then happen. And I, it's very hard to turn up and do anything when you're telling yourself it's hard and what's the point and yeah. all those things. Yeah. But actually, if you want to really do it, just turn up and do it. And yeah. a lot of what yeah. you've been saying, the, the word that keeps going through my head is permission. It's almost like we we feel, and especially especially women like you've already mentioned, um, you know, with our family commitments and maybe a job as, as well. And, uh, you know, it does feel it can feel a little bit indulgent to to take time to do something for us but that is so important it's you know we can't just live for everybody else we can't no. abandon we I, I you know when I work a lot with clients it, almost the first thing I end up working with when I'm working with my clients is is how they are abandoning their wants and needs um, in favor of everybody else. So everybody Mm. else gets the best of them. Everybody else gets what they need, but they don't. And it is about putting ourselves at the bottom of that list and what we want at the bottom Mm. of that list a lot. And it's completely okay. It's absolutely normal to, 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 to do what you want to do. You know, but, mm. we, but we don't always give ourselves permission to do that. So, um, yeah, you know, anybody listening, I want that, you know, take this as your permission slip to absolutely to spend some time doing what lights you up, what, yeah. what fills your well, what fills your cup, what, whichever yeah. metaphor works for you. But it's really important that we do things for ourselves because then we are more, yeah. you know, we're bringing, we're happier, we're more content in ourselves. So we're actually a better person for everybody else as well. Absolutely. I think someone said to me when I was younger and I had young children, it's, it's you are the captain of the ship. And if the captain is not happy, then the rest of the ship isn't happy. So if, you know, if, if you are doing something for you and, you know, with with people mothers young mothers you are also setting a good example to your children or you know to other people that it's okay to be creative that it's okay to have an hour to yourself per day or or a few hours per week per day um and I I think my children learned that early on that you know mom's going off to to the other room to do some writing or you know whatever I was procrastinating on at the time <laughs> and um and uh, but they saw that as important so they've grown up with that and and both my children are creative in, in different ways um and don't well I hope 
because a lot happens between teenage years and and you know getting older and everything with com- in terms of confidence but I hope I've instilled in them that um being creative taking some time out to write or sketch or whatever is a good thing or, mm. or even code on your computer something like that whatever, whatever it, is. it is really yeah 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 I'm sure you, um, I'm sure it's, you it's have instilled that that in them and you're absolutely right that you're not just doing it for yourself you're doing it for your children you're doing it for mm. other people in your life you know somebody somewhere might will be inspired by you taking time yeah. to do what yeah. you want to do and and at, you know young children yes older children you know children in their 20s who've left home will still benefit from seeing you actually doing what lights you up Mm. um Mm. and you know what you were mentioning about the club earlier and keeping it to a size that is manageable for you so that you get something out of it and that's really important because you're giving you care about everybody that's really clear (laughs) from you know the way you were talking and you are you are giving yourself to the club and helping people so it's really important you're getting something back from it, it as well because you know, yeah. if you're not getting something back from it, then you're, you're just sort of, you know, you're turning up because you feel you have to. And yes, yeah. And it's so clear in all the sessions that we have with you that you want to be there and you're you're giving it your heart and your soul. So, um, yeah, it, it, this permission thing keeps coming up a lot. I think that's why it's going around in my head that a mm. lot of people feel that they can't do things that they really want to do and I know we can't always do we can't always just you know I'd love to go off on a retreat somewhere for a week but you know frankly (laughs) I would yeah I'd love to and especially now things are coming into you know back in real life a little bit but actually you know if you'd if you'd built the community in real life I wouldn't you know you you live nowhere near me I wouldn't be in that no. building with you you know you've yeah. got people in the club who are in Canada who are in America who are in Ireland yeah. who are in um uh Italy who are all over Europe you know you've got yeah, Germany yeah. yeah Germany yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to do that you wouldn't no. have those, that you know everything happens for a reason and one of the great things yeah. that came out of the pandemic in a way is the connectivity that we are we now yeah. take for granted yeah you know we're all on zoom yeah. and we can all join all these fabulous groups so um yeah yeah I think I think you you've built something really marvelous and community is really really important and I think for me being able to do it from home on zoom um I mean I'm okay walking in a room full of strangers but it it's not easy and not everyone is and not everybody, yeah. no exactly and that's why yeah. not everybody is whereas turning up to a zoom uh session where you know actually we do all have our cameras on but actually I think in the beginning yeah. people, some people do have their cameras yeah. on because they yeah. can join it's better to be there and have your camera off if you still I don't know you're having to cook tea or absolutely something. yeah I would rather that yes um there's there's no you know if anyone new joins um just come along have your camera off because that's a small step or actually it's quite a big one yeah but then the next step will be turning your camera on or or saying something in the chat box or something like that but do it and that that's a a clear example of taking tiny steps so you don't have to be 
um, you know, straight away on camera, um, contributing and saying lots of stuff, you can do it in a small way yeah. first. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was similar to um, the, the clients talking to yesterday. She has built her blog. She just hasn't pressed publish yet because that pressing publish feels like too big a step. So I said, well, you know, the good thing about creating a blog is that no one knows it's there unless you tell them. The internet is so busy nowadays. I, mean, I remember in, you know, in the olden days when the internet was newer and blogs were newer, you could discover blogs just by on Blogger, just by clicking the arrow at the top right. and, and seeing what was next and stuff like that. Um, and it was a lot easier to, to discover people. And But now no one knows a blog is there unless you tell them. So clicking on that publish button is one step. And you can take lots of other steps before you start telling people that it's there. So get comfortable with it being out there, even though nobody knows. You know, maybe write a few blog posts, get used to pressing, again, the publish button on individual blog posts. And then when you, I mean, this might be a few months later that you start telling people and you might start with one person. Or if you're within a, a group like ours, maybe you'll tell the group that it's there before you start telling people in the bigger world. Yeah. Um, so it's not just in terms of taking these tiny steps. It's not just in terms of doing physical things, but it's just getting your mentality, taking steps with your mental mentality, um, with getting used to being you know, out yeah. there that tiny little bit more yeah. before you you jump to the next step with your with your headspace and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know why I started talking about that, but <laughs> no, you're right. I well, it's all kind of coming to you know, it's we're all yeah, we're, yeah, it's all coming together, isn't it? And it, it yeah, it's it's just. Um, it's just a brilliant place to be and this actually you know I hope and nobody doesn't you know listening thinks this has been a sales pitch for the confident creative club because it wasn't we've talked about lots of great stuff here about creativity and actually how if you are a little bit lacking in confidence some of the ways that you can can work with that so it's not about mm. making yourself confident it's about taking little steps within your comfort zone to, yeah, because then you can start to just sort of push the boundary just a tiny little bit because yeah. you can become happy yeah. with that. Yeah, and you're absolutely right about the publish. Pressing publish is, I mean, it's still when I when I press publish on my blog post, I still go, oh my god! But it yeah. gets easier. It does get easier the more it does get easier. Them. Yeah. So yeah. So what are you writing at the moment then? So you're having you've had a really productive week and um which we've celebrated and we are yeah celebrating <laughs> uh, uh and so what are you working on at the moment well i'm drafting a proposal for a non-fiction book um and you might have guessed it's pretty much about what we've just been talking about yeah. and this is a an idea that i've had maybe for a couple of years but it has evolved significantly over that time um to, to what I'm writing about now and it's been highly influenced by you know 
working with my mentoring clients, working with we, talking to people within the club, um, but also um, talking to people through my newsletter or on Instagram or um, I've started being more vocal with the fact that a I'm a writer and this is something that I, I called myself um, a few years ago I, I'd probably been writing for eight years before I called myself a writer in public you know under your profile on yeah. Instagram or whatever yeah um, um but you know I'm specifically talking about creativity and confidence but I nobody knew I was talking about that except I would mention it in my captions but I didn't talk about it too much yeah um you know my my Instagram feed was a lot about writing or being at my desk and having a steaming cup of coffee there but I wouldn't really go into I don't like the word niche but my focus at this moment in time which is creativity confidence the whole writing or creative mindset so I've started talking about that more and that is then feeding into my work because by vocalizing it 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 sorts it out within my head and then I can then write about it so I mean social media it's both a curse and a blessing yeah well yeah but one of the ways it has helped me is organize my thoughts so um the more I talk about this you know I've started I, I don't think it's called IGTV now but I've started doing longer form videos and they don't get lots of likes they don't get lots of views because you know the algorithm with it you know it pushes reels rather than longer form videos um but it helps me it helps me clarify things it helps me work out what my thoughts are and um yeah it might help somebody else which is great but it does help me in terms of what I'm writing about and I know I said this in the club so you will have heard me say this before but Elizabeth Gilbert (laughs) says in her book Big Magic that she wrote Eat Pray Love for herself she wrote Big Magic for herself as well she didn't write it with an audience well her audience was herself she wrote it to understand her thoughts um, to document her journey and just to yeah just to pull everything together and that was the same she wrote the book big magic um to understand her thoughts on on the creative process and she wrote that for herself and if she'd written that with an audience in mind it would have been a very different book and so what I'm trying to do is write my proposal because I'm writing a sample chapter at the moment so I'm actually getting into the, the meat of, um, of of what my book's all about. Instead of saying this is what it's going to be about, I'm actually showing what it's all about. And I was struggling for for a while with starting this sample chapter because I was thinking of what my audience wanted to hear from me. And then I know I've I've said to other people, and you might even be one of them, that you have to write for yourself, but for me putting yeah. that into practice yeah. you know I gave the advice but did I listen to it myself no but then just and this is why I've had such a productive week Monday night I was just drifting off to sleep and I thought Helen 
you're trying to write a how-to book, how other creatives or wannabe creatives, if you like, can become more confident. And that's not what my book is about. My book is about exploring it from my perspective, Um, not putting yourself in there as the expert, but this is how I've done it. And maybe you can be inspired by it and motivated by it too. Um, So that then unleashed lots of words. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I started having a really, really productive time in terms of what I was writing in this sample chapter and it was a sample chapter believe it or not called procrastination (laughs) and so I was (laughs) procrastinating on my chapter about procrastination but it was only by digging into why I was procrastinating and and asking myself questions normally I ask myself questions in my journal to try and dig into why I'm procrastinating and finding the answers but obviously it was late at night and I was I was just talking to myself in my head. What? Why am I having such difficulty with this? Uh, and that's when it came to me that, Brilliant. you know, I'm procrastinating on procrastination because I'm trying to write it to an audience yeah. rather than exploring it from my perspective. And then, you know, when I write the second draft of it, maybe I can put in more bits to help the audience but to get that first draft down I have to write it from my own perspective um so this is something you know I talk about all the time if people are struggling with you know writing blog posts we are told the internet tells us to to think of get into our audience's head and really think about what it is that they want to hear from us and I that might work if you are a blog that um, has lots of sponsored posts on there or has affiliate links on there. And it's that sort of blog. But if you're writing a blog from a creative perspective, maybe you're exploring your life through food. Maybe you're exploring your life through travel or living in a foreign country. Write it from your own perspective, because if you start thinking about what your audience wants to hear from you, I think for a lot of us, and I've seen this again with my clients and within the club, um, it dries you up. You can't get the words down because you're thinking too much about what other people want instead of what you as a creative and as a writer want to write. Yeah. I I couldn't agree more. And I'm, I don't know where these rules come from and these, mm. you know, it's like a lot, a lot of time in, li- in life, we, we compare ourselves or hold ourselves up to some standard or seem to follow some rules, but actually we have no idea where those rules have come from. And it's like, yeah. they just are self-perpetuating. Well, that, if you're going to do that, that's how you've got to do it. And for ages, I struggled writing my book because I didn't know who I was, who my audience was. Yeah. And I couldn't decide whether I was writing it for, for 20 year olds ish. Yeah. So that yeah. they would have these ideas in their head as they were getting older. Or was it for more for people who were older, like me in my 50s, um, who'd been on more of a life journey? And then in the end, what really unlocked it all was me realizing I just wanted to write what I wanted to write. And yeah. And that's why primarily my work was done for me 
just by writing it. And then I had to put it in a format that maybe was, I mean, I didn't change it much, but um, yeah. And that really unlocked it for me. And actually just talking mm -hmm. to you, you're helping me unlock with the reason why I'm struggling with my ebook. So thanks very much. <laughs> um, because I'm thinking what do people want to hear rather than actually, yeah. what, what have I got to say? Yeah, what's what's in your head? What, yeah, what's and, going so I'm on? I'm already in there? comparing yeah. myself to all the other similar things that might be there, and feeling like, well, what have I got to mm. say that nobody else has said? Well, what I bring, mm. and like you're bringing, is your unique take on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is where we do want to be unique because actually, only uh, only I can write about my yeah. experience, and yeah. only you can yeah. write about your experience, and that's what we can all do. Yeah. And and also, I mean, some people like how to books. Yeah. Some people like that kind of um, factual step by step instructions. But for me, um, I like to read books where there is a narrative, uh, you know, if it's a nonfiction book where I can see the writer's journey and what lessons they've learned. And even though it's not identical to me, yeah. I get inspiration from that. You know, I might, for example, it might be a book like, um, oh, I can't remember the names. There was two guys rowing across the Atlantic, um, James Cracknell and... Um, I was going to, I remember James Cracknell. Yeah, I can't remember who we did it with. Was it Ben Fogel? No, that's a rugby player. No, Ben Fogel's the ben, guy. No, was, was it Ben Fogel? I think it might have been Ben Fogel, actually. Ben Fogel was ben the guy Fogel. who was on the island. Yeah. Yes. For, um, yes. Years and ago. they rode across the Atlantic. This was a, quite a few years ago now. But I watched the documentary on that and then I read their, their book on it. And it inspired me with my creativity because of reading about somebody else's journey yeah. and I've read other non-fiction books that have been nothing to do with what I'm doing but it's inspired me um but then I've you know I'm reading at the moment I'm reading write it all down got it here write it all down by Kathy Rentsenbrink if I pronounce that right and Kathy is a writer of memoirs but in this book she is talking about how she writes her memoirs and I'm only 24, 25 pages in, but I have already gained so much from her experiences. She's yeah. This isn't a how-to book at all. It's, it's a story, if you like, um, of her experiences. And that is what I can relate to. Yeah. So, you know, if, if that's how you write, then you will find an audience for that Absolutely, yeah. instead of pigeonholing yourself before you've even got the words down write it and then see who might relate to it and you know we, we spoke about this um, before we started recording but it's all about being that lighthouse yes. where um, you write stuff and you're shining your beacon out and eventually you will start to attract people with what you're writing but if you are blocked because you can't see who your audience is then you're not going to attract people because that light isn't shining so if that makes sense so you have to um 
you have to put yourself out there and talk about it and talk about um, what you're writing about in whatever medium you like. So you're, you're doing your podcast, for example, and you're putting your, um, your beacon out that way. Other people use their blogs. Um, I know you write that as well. Um, other people use blogs or their YouTube or whatever it is, and they're shining out there mm. and um, they will find their audience because not everybody um, is going to attract, Not as a writer, you're not going to attract everybody in the world. There, there is a group of people out there, such as the people that come within the club, um, who are attracted to what I have to say um, and it's the same for, for everybody else as well. Yeah. I had to learn that when I decided I was going to be a coach because I, I can't, I'm not going to be a coach for everybody. You know, mm. I'm going to be the right coach for the right people. And it's, you know, the, so, yeah. all, you, 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 you know, writers are going to find their, are going to find their audience because it's going to be the people who want to, who want to read what they are producing and you can't produce yeah. something that's going to please everybody. It's no, just impossible. No. But if you if you're writing what you enjoy, you're going to enjoy mm. the writing pro process so much more. You're going to be so much more productive, and it will come through in the writing that you're enjoying yeah. it. I think. Yeah. Or it certainly yeah. comes through and when it, you're not enjoying it. Let's put it that way. Yes, and I know when I'm not enjoying writing. I know when I'm writing something because I think I should, or because I think I have to. Yeah. It feels dry. Mm. Um, and I, you know, a number of years ago, I created a separate blog as a kind of how-to of um, marketing yourself as an author or as a writer. It felt so dry. And I had no enthusiasm for it that I just stopped writing it. And I went back to my original blog where I gave myself permission to write whatever I wanted to write. And I think it's all about embracing who you are, embracing your personality, um, embracing the way you write, um, how you write and your writing voice. And then, you know, try not to be somebody else but embracing who you are, because there are people out there who will be attracted to you yeah. in terms of what you're saying. Absolutely. Which is, you know, you know, right on brand for everything I try and say in this podcast yeah. is be you, you know, find yeah. that truest version of yourself and just be you. Um, yeah. So Helen Redfern, lighthouse extraordinaire. You are... <laughs> You are being you and you are bringing all this magnificence to the Confident Creative Club and to the world in general. And um, thank you. I um, That feels like quite a, a nice place to, to end, really. But um, thank you. I've really enjoyed this chat with you. Oh, you're welcome. And so just before we go, where can, um, A, good luck with your book. Good luck with your proposal. You. It sounds like a, a brilliant book actually it's nice to hear a bit more about it today and um where do you want if anybody wants to go and look for you which I'm sure they will because this is how I found you by you <laughs> guesting on a podcast somewhere a few years ago where do you want people to go to to find you where do you want to point them to and I'll put the details in the show notes but just simply just go to if you want to find out more about the club 
or um, anything that I do, just go to HelenRedfernWriter.com and you will find links there that will point you in the right direction. So that's HelenRedfernWriter.com. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. That's easy. I will put that in the yeah. in the notes. And um, thank you. It's been an absolute oh, pleasure. It, no, it, it, I, I really enjoyed talking to you. I mean, I could talk about this sort of thing all day. Um, so, yes, it's, it's great to talk to someone like minded um, and, and have these chats. So thank you so much for inviting me on. Oh, you are very welcome. You take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, Helen, thank you so much for your time and your enthusiasm. And, you know, the care and the dedication that you give to the Confident Creative Club that you have created. And just the, the, the really amazing work that you are doing for the members of the club. Uh, your clients some of whom are in the club and who some who aren't and you know the book that you're writing just sounds like it's what a lot of people need so you know I wish you the best of luck with that and uh, Helen didn't talk about this in um, the episode Uh, But you don't have to be a member of the club to get mentoring sessions with her. She does mentor uh, creatives, writers. So, you know, if you are looking for a mentor, you you do. Helen is a brilliant one. So go and check her out. Uh, As she said, you can find her at HelenRedfernWriter.com. And I will put a link in the show notes for that. And after we... after we stopped recording, I, I just said to Helen that during that conversation, I was really struck by what she was saying and how it reflects a lot of the work that I do with my clients. And, you know, really what a lot of it boils down to is, is us finding the, the really true essence of who we are and giving giving ourselves permission to let that shine. So um, I was really struck by that today. And, you know, I just hope, hope that you are shining your light as Helen says, and um, being that truest version of yourselves self and bringing that light to the world. And if you're not, I hope you found some inspiration in this episode to do that because we only have one precious beautiful life and why would we want to spend that being anybody other than who we really truly are um yeah that's where i'm going to leave it today uh i hope you enjoyed the episode and uh you can find out more about me should you want to on my website safeandsupported.co.uk and that's the place you can also sign up for my newsletter and I am writing an ebook, uh, or as you will have heard in the episode, I'm procrastinating about writing an ebook. But there will be an ebook uh, becoming available as soon as I can get it written uh, that will be uh, given away to people who sign up to my website, uh, um, sign up to my le- newsletter, I mean. But 
rest assured if you sign up for my newsletter before then you will absolutely get the newsletter because I will be sending it out to all my newsletter recipients so um yeah uh keep in touch uh and take good care until next week when I will be back with another episode and actually for anybody who is still listening right here at the end I forgot to mention it earlier I'm getting towards the end of this series I'm not quite sure when the end exactly is going to be but I do intend to do another episode where I'm answering uh, listeners questions so if you've got any questions you would like to put to me to be answered on the uh, on a podcast episode please send them in to me uh, there are ways to get in touch with me you'll find in the show notes or you can go to my website use the contact button there um, or send me an email at meeting of minds podcast uh, at gmail.com okay take care and uh, see you very soon bye Thank you for listening to the Meeting of Minds podcast. You can find this podcast in all the usual places. Please tell your friends. Please subscribe. And if you have a moment, I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review as it helps other people find us and helps me spread the messages of empowerment and positivity that I'm really passionate about. If you want to find out more about me, you can visit my website, www.safeandsupported.co.uk. Until next time, bye.